Three, two, one. Hello, and welcome to Rainbow, Rainbow Dreamcatcher Dream the Love Podcast. I'm your host, Nilla, and I am a licensed marriage and family therapist and relationship coach. I travel the world helping people to learn the skills they need to have a happy and healthy relationship. And I'm her loving husband and co-host, Big Sexy, here to provide gravity. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so today we've got a really interesting topic. Um, we are going to be talking about astrology. Now, I know that when I say that, and we'll get into this a little bit later too, people have all kinds of definitions of astrology. Uh, for most of us, that means we're picking up our newspaper and we're looking at our star signs, which is what? That's I'm a Pisces. I'm a Virgo. You're a Virgo. The best um, sign. <laughs> <laughs> And as I was looking into this topic, I found some really interesting statistics about astrology. Uh, the first thing is that when we look at astrology, and guys, this is going to be from an American perspective, uh, about 29% of Americans really believe in astrology. And by believe in, it means that they have uh, an understanding that the astrological chart that they are born under and that they live under uh, have an effect and an impact on their lives. Um, that, that the number for many people as you know pay attention to their uh, sun signs and you know the fact that the the pickup line you know hey what's your sign is so prevalent in society yeah uh, it's amazing that that number is only twenty nine percent which means that a lot of people who are using that pickup line don't really believe that don't believe it at all no not, not at least not wholeheartedly they may think that some kind of it may have some influence, but I'm like basing their entire life on it. Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting that you mentioned dating because that's often where we talk about these signs. Um, and I did a little digging in terms of the signs and different stats. And if you want, I've got some fun facts for you. Oh, right? we love some fun facts. Uh, so these are from USA Today. Super reliable source. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so from USA Today. Uh, they did actually an aggregate study of all of the dating sites. That's Tinder, Bumble, Hinge. I'm sure Grinders in there. Uh, they didn't really list them all. But in total, there were 42 million people that participated in this kind of aggregate, you know, draw of data, right? It's a ton of people. And what they looked at are the different things or the different differences they could tell by sign. The first thing is that a lot of people list their uh their astrological sign of their dating profile. Right. Of that 42 million, uh, at least according to USA Today, about 78% of people list their sign on their dating profile. So even if only 29% believe it, 78% use it, which means it's got to have an effect in some way. Right. right? Um, and then they had some interesting little stats. Uh, would you happen to know the star sign, according to USA Today, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? That has uh, the most sex. The most sex. The most sex. Uh, I would think Leo, because you know they're like take charge, take control uh, ideology. Um, Scorpios are freaky though, um, so, so maybe Scorpio. What are we choosing? But Aquariuses are fluid. We got to pick one. Uh, we didn't say guess all. We didn't say guess the fourth of the star signs. I would love to hear your guess about which one of the star signs. I would say Scorpio. Scorpio. 
You would be wrong, actually. Really? Yeah, Leo. You would have been right the first time. So, Leo. Leo. Apparently, Leo is the number one. See, and uh, I guess Scorpio, y'all not as freaky as y'all pretend to be. Well, let's continue down this vein. When we talk about freaky, what star sign would you think uh, sends the most nudes? Uh, nudes. Nudes. <laughs> nudes. <laughs> uh, trying to think of what are the freaky signs other than the Scorpio. She's not talking stuff either. Yeah. Um, let's see. Not Pisces. Not Virgo. You're just gonna name them all, no matter what I, I do. Gotta you're go, gonna name I gotta go all through them. Cancer. <laughs> uh, let's go random, and let's say Sagittarius. Oh, Sagittarius. Also wrong. Libras. <sighs> Libras. I don't know why. Yeah, I have no idea. The, the balance, I guess they balance in the world by showing them, them, them Ghibli parts. Everybody wants to, I guess. I don't know. Right. I don't know. I don't know what Ghibli's. I wonder whose Ghibli's are being sent. Right. What, what's, guess, what's the well, level between male and female? Well, I'm going to guess just based on the fact that every woman I know gets dick pics in their DMs, whether they want to or not. That the that's more labor men are showing their Very heavily male. Right. <laughs> yeah, for those people that consider themselves men, I think that that's the Ghibli parts that are getting transmitted more often than Well, yeah. I mean, of course, those are the Ghibli parts, but I mean, there's more Libra Ghiblis than Virgo Ghiblis. Apparently, there are more Libra Ghiblis than any other star sign getting transmitted. So Libras, what the heck is going on with you guys? Or, man, live your best life, Libras. Go out there and send them nudes, consensual nudes. Consensual nudes. Don't please. just randomly send your nudes to people. They didn't actually delineate whether they were consensual or not. Please make, if you're sending the Ghiblis, make sure people want to see them. Yeah. Because sometimes yeah. we don't want to see them, guys. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, I, I was going to say, we don't want to see boobs, but that's not accurate. <laughs> <laughs> not accurate at all. Well, all right. So those are some of the numbers, guys. We're having a lot of fun, but, you know, we had this really wonderful experience uh, here in uh, Bucharest, Bucharest where we had an opportunity to meet someone who has studied astrology. And I got to tell you, uh, I think we both went in as skeptics. Mm -hmm. And after having the experience of talking to this person, we actually invited them to come on to the podcast because the insight that we found in our natal birth charts were really stunning. And I think They're for really both of us. Yeah. Uh, if, you, if you happen to also be a listener to Big Sexy Digital Nomad, you heard me talk about uh, this person and the star reading they did for me uh, for my birthday. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. That was the beginning of this month. Um, yeah. And so uh, we have invited her here. Yes. Um, now, uh, the person we're going to introduce you to is Chris Andreka. Uh, and Chris has studied astrology. She's going to tell you a little bit more about her background and what she's done. Now, I want to give a couple of caveats before we get started. Uh, a lot of times people talk about compatibility. This is not about compatibility. This is about all things astrology. Uh, Chris is going to tell you in some detail because this is uh, her expertise. Uh, but we are really excited. She's going to tell us a little bit more about the subject matter and she's also going to tell us a little bit about what overlaps for me and uh, Big in terms of our uh, natal birth charts. So yeah. I am super excited. And it's not just the sun sign, right? People get hung up on just the 12 zodiac that your newspaper gives you the um, horoscope for. This it actually goes much deeper, which was really intriguing when she did our, our, our star charts. That was very um, uh, Deep, and I can't wait to, to dig into it. Yep. Uh, 
together. So we'll give you all the details at the end of how you can contact Chris if you are interested in learning more about uh, what astrology may be able to share with you and about your experiences. But without further ado, let's introduce Chris Andreka. Hey, Yay! Chris. Hey. Welcome to the Love Podcast. It's Thank so you for inviting you. me. Thank yeah. So uh, we had an opportunity to meet, I guess, just like a couple of months ago. Chris, tell us your story. Okay. Uh, so, um, yeah, it was also for me a very nice opportunity to meet you. Because, um, as I said also to Nila, our first, uh, when we first met, that we Romanian, we have a lot to learn about from you. Because of this uh, this vibe you you share and this uh, I don't know unconventional way of living, so it's a lifestyle that uh, we should learn from. We are very traditional and very uh, I don't know we have some fixed uh, stuff. <laughs> 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 and uh, I don't know this freedom uh, and this uh, independent uh, energy. It's it's something that we should learn from you. Well, I appreciate that so much. Yes. We're, we're happy so to, to teach the independence. And we're, we're grateful that you are a part of our lives now. And, and, and it. Um, so uh, that's, that's, how did you get into astrology? Well, when I was very, very young, uh, my first uh, job that I wanted to have, it was an astronaut. Mm -hmm. I didn't share this with you. Uh, because I was uh, talking with the stars. I was staying on the balcony and just look at the stars and talking with the moon. <laughs> but at that time in Romania, there were not so many, let's say, not too much access to some, I don't know, books okay. or stuff to, to study astrology. Mm -hmm. uh, it was something taboo or hidden, like any other topic, relationship, right. sex or other stuff. <laughs> right, yeah. So um, I put it in a drawer, this dream. And um, it seems that when I uh, um, have decided to um, get out of the corporate system, because it, uh, it became a, like a very uh, hard experience for me, mm -hmm. um, I remember that I have some dream in my drawer mm -hmm. <laughs> and I wanted to take it out. Uh, and also along with some uh, personal experience in my life that uh, brought me to some, I don't know, question uh, that beyond this experience, uh, earthly experience, mm -hmm. there is should be something um, beyond this. Right. Yes. I mean, to have them, to, huh? like any people, any people want to understand why this stuff happening or why to me or... I don't know. They need some meaning. Mm -hmm. They need some meaning above all this. So um, I remember that uh, there is a principle which says that uh, what's uh, uh, far above, uh, it's also beyond. And right. what is up, it's down and so, so on. Above as so above below. as the below. Right. Um, and then um, I self-study this uh, astrology. And uh, of course, uh, my first, uh, let's say, contact was with this commercial stuff, which I, I started to, to seem that it's too much, um, um, I don't know, it's a time, it's a frame very fixed and very predestinated or something very, it's like, you know, uh, a car, uh, I don't know, Pisces is very emotional or right. Virgo, it's too much into details. And I said, 
we are too much complex to be put in, in a box. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. So from there, I started to self-study first. Um, also in Romania, also in uh, outside Romania, to, because now we have a lot of information. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, I started to to watch uh, in Romania some groups, astrology with teachers, and um, I listen, I read a lot, and uh, then I chose a, a teacher, which his approach was, I don't know, I resonated with him. Okay. And then I said, okay, like from 2017 to up to 2021, I think I was just reading, reading and learning and a lot of material. Wow. wow. And then, yeah. And then I, I said, I need some uh, basic, some technical stuff because if there is also astronomy involved and, uh, right. and, and I wanted to, space. yeah. And it's also, um, I had to put a base that I, I felt the need. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I started to have these um, classes, like just one and a half year or something like that. And um, this is something that you never stop learning. I mean, it's, right. it's so fascinating that, uh, you, of course, I, I um, take to contact with so many uh, astrology uh, disciplines because it's a uh, vocational astrology. It's, uh, I don't know, relationship uh, stuff, uh, right. elective astrology, horary, uh, all kinds of, uh, of stuff. Yeah. But because I'm a Gemini, I wanted to learn how to take the most of the, this multi-vasting mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, abilities of uh, Gemini uh, to focus on one or two uh, direction. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, so can I just say one? I think it's really fascinating to hear um, that the path where you started with your passion, and that it started in a, as a child, and that you were able to return back to that passion. Um, and I really love that you not only just took that passion and ran with it, but really took the time to sit down and study and learn and seek out, uh, you know, different teachers. Um, I know that there was a particular area that you focus on, which I, as a therapist, was really fascinated by. Uh, and I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about the area, like you're saying, there's all these vast different ways you could look at astrology. What's the area that you chose to focus on? Yeah, first uh, it was uh, the birth chart, the natal reading, Mm -hmm. because uh, this is the, let's say, uh, the starting point from my perspective. It's like um, you enter into like so many levels of your psychic when you read this chart. It's like an astral imprint that it's a starting point journey and um, in time, there are layers and layers that you, you understand about yourself. Mm-hmm. So first, um, I, I uh, focus on this one because um, it, it was also a personal um, uh, quest, let's say, mm-hmm. to understand myself better and understand right. why did I uh, have some specific... Uh, uh, recurrent experiences mm-hmm. and uh, why am I choosing to, I don't know, have these behaviors or have this kind of mental, um, I don't know, uh, 
or uh, communication mm -hmm. issues or whatever. What right. do I like this and not that and so on. Search the foundation, yes. right. So I wanted to understand myself because I, I see from from this point, astrology can be used as a tool to to self development. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. This this is one uh, point. Uh, then um, uh, lately in, in the last year, I focus on this uh, uh, part of uh, understanding your roots mm -hmm. and um, understanding um, how how the, the previous generation has an impact on your life because uh, some stuff we have to do yeah. ourselves right. but some are uh, inherited and uh, we also inherit good stuff but also not so good stuff right? Right. <laughs> yeah. right. so uh, when you understand this and clear uh, what you have to do and what is your uh, mission here it's everything makes sense and you got to that point of uh, meaning in your life and where you are and and that's okay and yeah okay. now I'll, i've often wondered and inquired well um thought about the comparison between bloodline mm -hmm. and um you know being raised a certain way right um because a lot of people say i'm like my mom you know, a lot of my dad and me, but I'm adopted, mm -hmm. right? So mm -hmm. there isn't a blood connection, mm -hmm. right? So I didn't inherit like um, through birth physical traits mm -hmm. or any of the kind of stuff that you may think of that goes through birth, but I did inherit a lot of uh, ways I view the world and my mannerisms and perspectives. Um, and because of because of who I was raised by, mm -hmm. right? And I've always wondered whether astrology accounts for that, right? Like, is 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 who your parents are because they were they gave birth to you, or who your parents are because they raised you? Like, in which direction does yeah? I go? think both sides are are in ourselves because. In our DNA, it is uh, imprinted this bloodline story. Then, of course, uh, the parents which we were raised, or or the environment we right. let's say we don't have any parents and we lived in a home foster or something. Right. Also, the environment has an impact in our early childhood right. and has an impact on the way we also. Uh, have our own stories further right. so right. but there are two two different uh, stuff but both has the the same impact yeah but i i i uh, think that when we understand um, why we choose these stories uh then um it's um it's a very um uh, let's say huge relief mm -hmm. it's a very huge relief mm -hmm. Because you really understand why did you choose this kind of and um, it's like a, a very deep deconditioning yes. right. because we came with a lot of conditioning from our ancestors from our environment from society and so on there are a lot of conditioning yeah so actually we are learning how to deconditioning ourselves yeah, yeah. and free yeah. ourselves 
you, you know, as we were talking about this topic, uh, one of the things I found really fascinating is your studies around multi-generational trauma and astrology, which I had actually never heard of the combination before. You know, for psychology and, you know, uh, therapy, we recognize that there is the transmission of trauma through generations uh, that we can actually trace back in family tree. Like we would use something called a genogram, uh, shout out to my therapist folks out there, <laughs> a genogram uh, that would actually map out the family history and you would start to see patterns uh, that would happen in each generation. I'm curious if you could just share more about astrology and multi-generational trauma and some of the work that you've studied there. Yes, it's um, because in my, my personal um, life, uh, I have been through this uh, with my grandparents because I also, I was not actually raised by my mother because uh, it was a different dynamic there. I was the mother and she was the child. Mm -hmm. And um, from... I don't know, from a younger age, I, I had responsibilities for my for my family. And uh, mostly I was raised by my grandparents, which also has a, a great impact uh, on my entire life experience. And um, I understood very much from my family, from my own family, what were the traumas. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I talked to them, uh, I uh, understood that in my uh, previous generation, uh, divorce was present, which was very rare at that mm -hmm. time. Um, a stranger from child uh, was there. I mean, so many stories that I have already um, re-experienced in my life. And I see, I see from where it, the root cause of yes. all this. Right. And... Um, Sometimes in a, in a generation comes a time when uh, one child or I don't know, because some, somewhere they stop, we, we should stop and break the cycle, mm -hmm. you know, yes. because when you are aware of the, the trauma, then you can work with it and put some healing there. Because if you choose this kind of uh, family tree with this story, then it means you can do it. Right. Otherwise, it, it wouldn't be yours. Right. Of course, when they let's say when they are brothers, um, it's not like uh, we repeat some aspects from the family tree trauma. Some aspects of this we cannot. We wish we um, we don't have the similar let's say experiences. Some of them have a specific let's say uh, blockages on I don't know. Or children, or having, or having children, or, or relationships, right. or uh, on material stuff, on I don't know financial issues, or whatever. It's it's a lot. It's a lot to do. But uh, the good uh, part is that uh, if you work with this trauma, it's uh, you release you release also the the ancestors. Mm -hmm. You release them. And you take their, uh, you, you focus only on their gifts because we not inherited uh, only trauma. Only trauma we right. inherited the gifts. And uh, if we are aware of these gifts, then these are the tools that we can put uh, the trauma stop. Right. Okay. All right. And one of the tools that you use is astrology. Yes. Wow. Very cool. Okay. Yeah. Because you can get to the point, I mean, it's very... It's a very uh, uh, 
it's like a reading, like you are reading a birth chart, but you can see the stories. You can see the story mm -hmm. and the root cause of all this and how you connect with your ancestors. Mm -hmm. What is the way and and where are the areas where they can support you mm -hmm. in this life? And okay. yeah, and when you realize that, for, for example, I always had good opportunities and um, uh, let's say good luck or something like that, like that in professional uh, areas. Mm -hmm. I always had good jobs, uh, a very good connection with people uh, on top, let's say. Oh, I always had this stuff. And when I uh, understood this story of my family, I understood that this support was also coming from my ancestors. Right. Okay. And it yeah. was, wow, I mean, you know. And there is also a point in the chart which tells us where our destiny meets with their destiny. And mm -hmm. what is the, the most important stuff that we should learn here? And with this, we close um, some chapters that they didn't have the chance to. Okay. So let me ask you this question because a lot of, I think a lot of the ways that I would think about astrology before is that like it predicts things, right? Mm -hmm. Like who am I going to Guessing. marry or what is my yeah, life going to be? We have a, right? a crystal. Um, but what you're saying is not that you can tell someone their destiny, but that in reading uh, different aspects of their chart, you can help them to find insight into uh, the destinies that they have already chosen or the lives that they are already leading in a way that might help to clarify some of their paths, but not necessarily predict what's going to happen. For yes. Them. Okay. Kind of clarify yes. their wise. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yes. It's a very self-inquiring because we also, what I understood also from my studying it's period was, I didn't put the right question to myself. Okay. So I uh, I learned to address myself new questions because I saw a different perspective of the same area, mm -hmm. which was very enlightening. So what are some of the questions that you would ask? If, so if you want to ask the right questions of astrology, what are some of the questions you would ask? Ask myself, mm -hmm. you know, is this, um, uh, let's say, when I understood that uh, I was uh, a very long time in a victimization mood, mm -hmm. <laughs> let's yeah. say, which I inherited from my family on a female line, mm -hmm. um, you know, I had that question in my mind always on repeating, uh, which was like, uh, why did this happen to me? And uh, after I learn astrology, then I ask myself, uh, why did I choose this? Uh, and what does it learn me, actually? Yeah. What does it learn? Or um, is the way like, uh, now I understand um, that this was happening for me. Okay. All right. For me to understand something. Yeah. So and and I had it to repeat it because otherwise it wasn't clear for myself. It it should have been something very obvious, mm -hmm. something very strong, tough. But otherwise I wouldn't see it. Okay. Ah. So it sounds like astrology helped you move away from the why, which I don't know, for 
Um, folks that I sit with, I often say, why is it uh, circle the drain question? Because why is about motivation? Why is about intention? And often we can't know the motivations and intentions of others, mm -hmm. but instead uh, an empowering place that says, I can choose, I have choices. And what I need to do is understand those choices better. And once I can look and understand those choices, then I'm empowered to make different choices. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Point. Okay. All right. Hmm. Yeah. Now, look, this star stuff is always trippy to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, I can't look at you. Uh, only, I mean, like, so when you did my reading uh, right before my birthday and then we all sat down at Isoporia, whatever it's called, um, and you begin to go through my star chart, like, you know, you sit... And you always sit with a skeptical mind. Well, not always, but you know, you sit with a skeptical mind. You're like, well, you're a Virgo, so. I, right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. And and you start going through it, and I'm like, yep, that's, oh, yep, that's me. Oh, yep, that, oh, I see that. Oh, yep. A lot of, oh, yep, that's me. Oh, yep, that's me. Oh, 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 yep. Like that? That's me. Oh, 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 Now, when she did your star chart, did you experience this? Not necessarily the old, old but the, <laughs> the same energy behind that? You know, I did. I, I, I was, I think I was more skeptical about your star chart because that was the first time we actually sat down. Okay, I get it. I get it. And so that oh, well, I, 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 well, yeah. You know, well, was the first well, one. Yeah, it. yours was the first one. So we sat down. One, I was really surprised at how in-depth it was. Right. Um, and so, but I, but that helped to set my expectations. I do have to say there were a couple of moments that the only thing I can, I can, the only word I can use that comes to me is gobsmacked, you guys. That's a good word. Great word. Gobsmacked <laughs> at some of the things that Chris was able to just share um, as insight that she saw in my chart, which was something that I had not shared uh, with, with Chris. So uh, I was less skeptical, uh, but was still blown away. Um, so, um, yeah, I mean, th this might be a good segue then to talking about the overlap of the charts. Um, Chris has been really gracious, and part of what she's agreed to do today is to actually share some insights from both of our charts. Uh, we have not talked about this uh, in advance, so this is going to be a surprise for us, right. just like it will be a surprise for you. Um, but I am really excited to see what is in store, what our charts would say. And we're, I guess we're going to start with the, we've already got the birth charts. I guess, Chris, tell us how it works. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was, um, I am uh, going back to, to that point where we are talking about uh, the sun sign. Okay. Which is not the most out of it. Right. <laughs> of course, it is important, but it's not. Uh, something that we should identify it, and that's it. Right, it's not the begin, the end, not, all. Yes, yes. Um, but um, we are like, like I said, complex uh, individual, and uh, the time when we are birth, also the other planets mm -hmm. were in the sky in, in some sign, which gives us like a mix of energies. And um, how I learned astrology was like each planet uh, reflect a part of our psyche. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, the, the sign traits uh, also tell us how we uh, display this function in, into the world. Mm -hmm. Okay. Awesome. 
kind of like astrological soup. Yeah. This is the mixture. This is the, where the planets were, where the stars were, where the constellations were. Drink your soup. <laughs> and now you're born. Go. <laughs> so um, there is a, some technical calculation to be done, and I've, I've done for both of you. And how uh, this, uh, let's say, mix was uh, when. It was in your birth chart. So, mm-hmm. uh, in the way the planets were arranged in the sky in that moment, mm-hmm. there is a calculation and it's like an, um, let's say, astral imprint mm-hmm. with this mix of energies. Um, what this shows us, it shows us the, what is the predominant, uh, let's say, energy which run into our entire system. Okay. And... Um, what is the predominant one and one? What is the in, at the lower, let's say, uh, uh, not quantity because it's so not like the, the minor level, less, the minor, the let's one. say. So it's like a major and a minor. It, yeah, yes. Yeah. It, it also happened that some people have very uh, balanced uh, in this, yes. Yeah. But um, the, the life has a funny way to uh, arrange all this because when we have this minor. Uh, element Mm -hmm. um we meet people we have uh, we are receiving some experience or we are put into some situation where this uh, uh, element minor element is uh, balanced Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so uh, because we we are not used to it we don't know how to use it we don't know how to deal with it Mm -hmm. so life has uh, has this funny way funny right. to put it on yeah, on the does. plate that has definitely been our experience especially traveling around the world and just meeting so many different and wonderful people mm-hmm. um, yeah totally agree so what do our charts tell us about uh well yes go ahead and, and tell us a little okay. bit more about our charts so um let's start with big me yeah. um so as we know, also in, in, in nature, there are four elements uh, air, fire, water, and earth. So, the most predominant element in your chart is earth. That is translated like a person who is very grounded, mm-hmm. who is very practical, and who, who wants to build. Because earth is very related to material or to, to ground. Uh, yeah. Okay, the the minor one was water. Water is a very Money. yes. Water is related to the emotional part. With this, uh, maybe you display in a very low, <laughs> uh, this emotional stuff. You are mm-hmm. not very you know emotional. You don't show yourself how you really feel. For example. Uh, there also could be problem with hydration <laughs> because you don't own this element. So in order to balance it, you need to bring more water in your life. So okay. I'm a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Maybe you feel good when you go to the seaside or uh, uh, yes. Right. Or when you date a Pisces. Exactly. What? <laughs> 
Okay. All right. So everything related to water, or you put yourself, and I don't know, you can watch uh, emotional movies to activate this water in you. Oh yeah, I'm definitely a crier in movies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's accurate. So in this way, all the elements will be in a very, let's say, uh, harmonic uh, balance. Okay. Okay. Um, and also there is this um, uh, energy of uh, starting something to continue or to work, to uh, build something or to close. And in your chart, it's very uh, balanced. This You can start, you can continue, and you can close it. So okay. it's a very balanced, uh, balanced way. So if you, let's give an example, if you take a project, you have the stamina, the, the let's say the uh, initiative to to start it. You have the stamina to put it on work and to bring results, and you have also the capacity to close it, to finish it. You know, to have the wrap up of the project. Right. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. I don't know if it's yeah, this, yeah. but I'm this an actor. is this is the. <laughs> I can audition. I can rehearse. I can perform all the way to closing night. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I get that. Okay. In terms of uh, Nila's birth chart, uh, this is where the water is the most predominant. Yeah. <laughs> Major water. Okay. So it's like the water, water, the your earth. Mm -hmm. That's why you have this combination. Very, very nice. Uh, we're mud. We're mud. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And what does it mean to have water as major? It's uh, it's this part of emotional. It's very, uh, it's very predominant in your mm -hmm. life. So mm -hmm. how, somehow you are very in touch with your emotional, and you you attract also people who display to yourself your emotional, very emotional. Uh, yes, I think that status. I think that that is a safe thing to say. That is definitely true. One hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, you know, therapist, relationship coach, we deal a lot. I deal a lot every day of my life with my emotions, other people's emotions. Uh, and I, that's, I don't know, that's where I, I feel most comfortable. So, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So it's, it's the most predominant. That means you have all the abilities to, to uh, deal with it, to, mm -hmm. to handle it. Mm -hmm. Because you understand you are empathic, all the qualities of the water. Yes, you are fluid, you can mold yourself to whatever form so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and the the minor element is fire oh, oh. interesting okay with fire which fire is related to this um initiative mm -hmm. with this um with courage mm -hmm. okay. with uh, taking the lead okay no, taking the lead um and this could be uh let's say, activated. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He's giggling uh, over here. I don't know why he's giggling so much. <laughs> for those who can't see, ladies and gentlemen, he's giggling. Like he's trying so hard not to, not to laugh. I don't know why. <laughs> Maybe he will share with us. No. no. Uh, well, of course it was a podcast. Of course I was sharing. Like, the, the concept of you taking the lead <laughs> happens frequently. Okay. And I like it. I okay. love that about you. All right, thank you. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. And the fire, the initiative, the, the, yes. you come up with a lot of ideas. That's true. You have a lot of ideas. 
ideas are more related with the air, which is very uh, close to the water mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. element. So the water and the air are the two mm -hmm. on top. Yes. Okay. Yes. The most is the water, then is the air, mm -hmm. which is also related to this mental communication. So you are talking about emotion. So can I ask, because, you know, there's this thing that I've always uh, heard about, I, I, and I guess I only recently learned what it meant, but people will say I'm on the cusp, right? Meaning I was born in Pisces, but uh, the sun sign that was closest to my birth, I was just before Aries. And so I might have traits of both, or is that something that's just kind of like newspaper stuff? No, it could be, but um, it's like being on the last uh, degrees of the Scorpio, it's, um, Pisces. It's like you have, uh, it, it is said in the astrology at the analytic degree, which is like a crisis. It's like the sun it's at was at his peak mm -hmm. so he's very experienced in that um, uh, sign mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. he knows everything about it yes. he knows how to deal with it but in the same time it's like you know i'm a bit tired of this because to deal with this emotional it's it's not that easy yes you know and um it's like it, it, it could be feeling in your inside like uh, sometimes you are tired uh, of this and you want to begin a new journey. Yes. But not yet because you are very familiar with this vibe of, <laughs> of Pisces. Gobsmacked, you guys. <laughs> Gobsmacked. Yeah. Okay. So, yes, you could be, but you are not experienced anyhow in, in the areas mm -hmm. uh, life. You mm -hmm. are much more experienced on this. And you have a lot to learn others about this because it's like the most uh, wisdom first Pisces are the most uh, wiser mm -hmm. sign. Mm -hmm. And being on the last degree, it's like, uh, you know, like a mentor, like a, yeah. someone, like a guru, you know, someone that has a lot of knowledge and should be spread it okay. outside because otherwise the crisis could be feel could be feel like a pressure like a pressure okay so you have to release it release okay. the water release it <laughs> okay so i guess that's maybe part of this process here with rainbow dreamcatcher is yes. how do we let that information out about emotions and relationships and you know the skills that you need to to be healthy in relationships mm -hmm. right. and also really to be healthy in self so yes yeah. and both of you you are your your sun sign are in the opposite signs. One is in Virgo, one is in Pisces. It's like a dialogue where mm -hmm. you talk with okay. each other. And this in astrology, it says, is like the, the healing axis, the sacrifice axis, because uh, they both want to to heal. Um. They both want to heal and they, bo they both want to to be in the, in the service of others. Okay. okay. And it's about the the consciousness, the the practical stuff, which is related to Virgo, right. and this, um, let's say, oneness uh, energy, which wants to, we, we all are one. Yes. You know? Have some unity. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And the wisdom, because there is the last, being the last sign of the Zodiac, he has already experienced each of their sign, each of the sign, you mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. 
and he's at the end of the road. Yes. It's like, you know, he closes a cycle. Okay. He closes he closes cycles. So yeah. he knows everything about the others. He understands very well. That's why for a Pisces, uh, uh, this uh, empathy, this uh, right. it's, it's very strong because they knew some are in their <laughs> DNA. They know how to deal with each sign because they integrated it already. Yeah. So it's in some ways Pisces or folks that are uh, at that sign, at, at their sun sign, they um, they have an understanding of what it, it means to be the other person, right? Yes. To put themselves in their shoes, to understand what their experience might be, even though it's not my own experience, mm -hmm. to just have the room to allow people to express uh, their experience. I mean, they, they said that, for example, uh, we can learn, uh, we know the previous sign. So, mm -hmm. for example, a Virgo, yes, knows the the previous sign and they can learn from the next sign. Yeah. Right. So it's like... Who's a, previous to Virgo? Leo? Yes. Leo's, Leo. Leo's previous? Is, yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. So you, you know the Leo. No? You know the Leo very well. <laughs> but... Wow. <Yeah. laughs> what? Not... No, that's not the news. Okay, good. No. <laughs> no, no, no. It's the Libra with the news. Libra's with the news. You should learn from Libra. Yeah, Libra's right after me, right? Okay. Yeah. So you gotta learn. I'm, about I'm, the I'm in between the the Leo was the um, what was the most dating? No. It was the Leo the, was the person that had the most sex. Most sex. That's right. So between the person that has the most sex and the, the person that's the, the most, most nudes. <laughs> And we meet in the middle. And you have, yeah, and the Virgo has sexy nudes. Yes, and, and the Virgo has the ability to discern what to do with both. Yeah. <laughs> Figure it out. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you you are on the consensual nudes. I learn which one of the nudes <laughs> will get me the sex. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Perfect. Got it. Yes. Taking notes. <laughs> Okay. okay, and uh, to finish with the, this uh, astral imprint for for you, it's um, uh, in terms of starting things, you are less experienced. Yes, and you are more more experienced to uh, build and to keep it to maintain something and to close. You are perfect to close everything mm -hmm. to not have these uh, leftovers like. Yes. Let me say. Okay, good. But the fire and this uh, initiative mm -hmm. should be trained. Okay. Should be trained, and this could, can be done like expose yourself to the sun, um, mm. do uh, anything related to um, to movement, because you yes. know the movement means the metabolic uh, system is uh, burn the calories. Oh, you mean like pole class? Like pole class. Exactly. Yes. Oh, can't wait to get back to pole class. Yeah, and, and it doesn't matter. can be walking. It, it's most important to light the, to ignite the fire, yes. the inner fire. Now, let me ask you this question because, you know, water and fire. And to me, intuitively, I think, well, isn't one going to extinguish the other? Like, exactly. do I, how do I not put out the fire? Well, you know, we saw Elemental. Right, Water, so, fire, or am I just together. walking around and being steamed? Is that what you're saying? Right, yeah. You know, are able to change each other's chemistry and, and, and able to come together in a harmonious fashion. 
Okay, so I, I'm not putting out the fire. I'm just creating steam. Yeah, you're cre- which which is energy. Which is energy. Which causes motion. Which causes motion. Okay, I like it. I like the way I like where this is heading. I can talk that kind of stuff. Too. Okay, all right. And and I can see them details. And, and I guess the the releasing point is through air, so through communication. Okay. So just talking about uh, emotions, you will be you'll not be overwhelmed by them. Okay. All right. Good. Because of course, too much water it means that some you can draw. Right. So, yes. Sometimes. So just uh, communicate and it will balance. Okay. All right. Good. So we find a balance. Especially through communication. Especially through communication. And I have a feeling this podcast is going to inspire a lot of communication as we continue forward. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, I think even in the way that we work on this podcast, I think that we find that balance. You take care of a lot of the practical details. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I take care of a lot of the like initial initial how we're going to get topics, how we're going to move forward. What should we keep doing? What should we stop doing? So I think, uh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you well, thanks, so Chris. much. That's it's awesome. like super amazing. Um, it's important for our listeners if they want to learn more about astrology, about natal uh, natal birth charts, about I was going to say natal birth charts, natal birth charts, and uh, also particularly multi generational trauma. Uh, they're going to have a place to reach you. And if it's okay, can I go ahead and share your website? Uh, the website, if you want to learn more, is confidentmoonastrology.wordpress.com. Uh, and again, it's confidentmoonastrology.wordpress.com. You can also check out Chris on the social medias at Confident Moon, and that is on Facebook and Instagram. Um, and, uh, yeah, definitely check it out. Um, if you want to have your birth charts, um, uh, is it written, read, read, (laughs) deciphered, engaged. Um, if you would also like to be gobsmacked, uh, please go ahead and take a look at that, uh, at at that website uh, and check it out. Um, so I don't also access through us, uh, because again, she's a friend of ours, not just a guest, but also a friend. Yes. Uh, you can also hit us up at Rainbow Dreamcatcher uh, TOP on gmail.com. Uh, of course, any questions you have uh, about uh, Chris and what she does, we will obviously forward that along. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also catch us on Instagram at Rainbow Dreamcatcher the Love Pod. Um, yeah, be sure to, to uh, hit us up as well. Yep. And if you haven't done so already, please take a moment. It's so helpful to us if you will just uh, subscribe, if you will like, if you're checking this out on YouTube, leave us a comment, send us a question. Uh, review us on Apple. Review us on uh, Apple. Apple iPod, uh, podcast yeah. or Spotify podcast. Give us a review. Mm-hmm. We appreciate that. That kind of stuff helps the algorithm. And then most importantly, share. Share us with uh, people you think would be interested in talking about or hearing about love relationships, the human connections. Yep. If you hear something that has been helpful to you, don't keep it to yourself. Share it with somebody else. Especially us. <laughs> so I don't know. Do we have a question for today? Um, well, you know, I think since we had a guest today, I think we can call it good. I think a question will lead us further. 
and two, unless you want, I have questions available if you want to dig on. I, I gotta tell you, I would really like to to maybe answer a very quick question, maybe something not super in depth, but you know, All let's, right. let's, let's let, ask a question. Let me pull up the question. I you guys, you guys to, uh, chat about something while I get these questions. I right? always well. First of all, how do we get these questions? Uh, you can send us your questions uh, via comment on YouTube. You can send us your questions via our Gmail account, which is Rainbow Dreamcatcher TLP. Uh, please go ahead and send any of your questions there. Um, and for those folks that have sent questions, thank you so much for sending those questions, sending your stories. Uh, I'm always surprised. I never know which question is going to come up. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm going to be surprised because this is my favorite part. I don't know what y'all are asking. So uh, this, this question comes from an anonymous listener. Okay. Uh, they ask, why do we as human beings search for connections in form of relationships? Interesting. Wow. We're going to, why as human beings? Whew, that was not a quick question. Oh, I, I got <laughs> we, we, we can cycle back for that one. That feels too in-depth. No. I well, thought since we are talking about star charts and connections and how we connect that one kind of fit. Well, you, you know, no, we can actually talk about it. You, and, I, and what actually comes to me is, this is going to be really weird, but I remember just kind of being really, um, really interested in one of my previous grad school classes, right? When we were talking about something called neural mirroring. Um, and it is this thing that we know happens between people and we don't know why it happens between people. But when you talk with someone and you are sitting down and talking with them, after about 10 minutes, if you actually look at the brain waves uh, of each individual, you'll start to notice that those brain waves will sync. Oh, interesting. Um, and it is, we don't know why this happens. Uh, we're not sure what it means in terms of connection. But the fact that we are transmitting things to each other in the ways that we are communicating, when we talk, when we take in other people's energy, uh, would suggest that there is something very primal about the need to connect. Um, we know things like uh, having social ties, things that are weak ties and strong ties, right? Are correlated with good mental health and good uh, physical health, right? So when I say strong ties and weak ties, what I mean are a strong tie being like a, a intimate partnership or a friendship a or deep friendship, right? a deep friendship or a longstanding business relationship, right? Uh, but where there is uh, a constant exchange. That's what we call a strong tie. And a weak tie, which are actually equally important, you guys, are those spaces where we just know people. We don't necessarily know them, but we are seen by them and they are seen by us. So that would be, for example, the person that I see every day when I walk the dog. Uh, that would be the person that is at the grocery store and works at the grocery store that I frequent and that I see them once a week. Maybe members of a social hangout group that all get together, but you're only really talking maybe one or two of them, but you still see the same people each time. Yes. And so uh, it is really important for our health that we are in this connective space. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I can answer the why. <laughs> right. I think that might that might come down to having to do some research and maybe dive into that. We might make that a later topic. We might make that a later topic. But the what is that... Um, that connecting with human beings, connecting with other people is very highly correlated with uh, good health and good mental health. Uh, so I don't know if I can answer your why, but the what is that it is good for us. And that's why we want to make sure that we maintain those kinds of connections wherever possible. Um, and I'm going to assume that when they ask about relationships, they 
they, one, they, they may mean, um, like we all have a relationship here, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But if they mean like, why did we connect as human beings in the form of relationship? Like, like you and I have a relationship. Like, mm -hmm. why did we move from just acquaintance into why do we feel the need to become partners, mm -hmm. right? Um, I wonder if like that is you know I think, and I don't know I could be way off on this, but I think there's something about the familiarity and the the, the connecting of brainwaves. I think the more time you spend with somebody, mm -hmm. the more that happens, the more you feel connected to that person, mm -hmm. and then uh, that feels like a almost a natural progression. Um, if there's you know if there are things like you know uh, uh, sexual attraction and concept that you guys you know agree on and you mm -hmm. vibe together right your vibes in the same space mm -hmm. i think that that type of like th that mixture you put all that in a blender and throw it up and it's a relationship smoothie yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I do want to do this as a later topic yeah how do you go from being friends to being more Ooh, yeah. We need to do, yeah, we need to do that topic. Yeah, we're, so, we're getting to that topic So later. that question. I'm going to write that down. So listener, thank you so much for that question. Very much appreciate it. It's uh, going to spark a whole bunch of other questions. I hope that that was a uh, sufficient enough answer. And if you need more clarity, hey, you're anonymous. Go ahead and send me another question. But uh, let us know uh, in specific what it is that you're asking about. Relationships generally, partnerships like Big was talking about, relationship smoothies. Whatever that might be. Yeah, send me the question. You can send the question to me because uh, those anonymous, I, I know who it is. Um, <laughs> so, so send me the question. Uh, once you hear this, I'll make sure that this uh, uh, hits your ear holes. I mean, hits your ear waves. You don't like ear holes. I don't. I think hits your ears. sounds very weird. <laughs> so, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. So. Well, I think that is it for today. We want right. to again say thank you to our Thank guests. you, Chris. Thank you. Really so appreciate it. So happy you. to have you here. Thank you. And guys, thank you for listening to Rainbow, Rainbow Dreamcatcher, Dreamcatcher, the, the Love, Love Podcast. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.